0: How Claims Work in the BVI We have created this guide to cover frequently asked questions on how claims and the claims process works here in the British Virgin Islands. How do you start a claim in the BVI? In the BVI, a claim is commenced by filing a claim form along with a statement of claim at the court office or, for specific types of claims, a fixed date claim form with an affidavit in support. A fixed claim form states the date, time and place for the first hearing. A claim may be commenced in the civil court or commercial court division. Ordinally, a claim should include all claims which can be conveniently disposed of in the same proceedings. A claimant bringing a commercial claim, i.e., a claim related to companies, contracts, banking, insurance, arbitration, etc., is required to file a certificate of suitability which specifies the commercial nature of the claim and certifies that the claim is valued at States dollars or more. There are associated filing fees for bringing a claim, which vary depending on the nature of the dispute and the claim's value. A claim is issued on the date the court office receives it. The court registry's opening hours are between 8.30am and 4pm from Monday to Friday, excluding weekends and public holidays. If a claim form is filed electronically after the court is closed, it will be deemed filed on the date the court reopens. A claim can be commenced by a person over the age of 18 years, a company or body corporate, a representative, beneficiary, trustee, administrator of an estate or a next friend, i.e. an appointed person for a minor or patient. What claims can be commenced by way of a fixed-date claim form? The CPR provides that a fixed-date claim form must be used, 1. In claims between landlord and tenant matters. 2. Where required by an enactment, rule or practice direction. 3. Whereby an enactment, proceedings are required to be commenced by originating summons or motion. 4. Matters involving questions of law only and, 5 where an enactment provides for an application to be made to the court where the effect of application commences proceedings in the court. For example, Rule 43.11 requires using a fixed date claim form to recognise an award made by a foreign body. One distinction between filing a claim and a fixed date claim concerns the timing of the first hearing. Where a fixed date claim form commences a claim, the court must set a date for the first hearing of the claim. The court may treat the first hearing of the claim as a case management conference or a trial of the claim, if it is not defended or if it considers that it can be dealt with summarily. Once a claim has been filed, when must it be served? A claim issued against local defendants must be served within 6 six months of being issued, i.e., the date entered on the claim form by the court office. However, claims issued against foreign defendants must be served within 12, 12 months. If there are difficulties with affecting service, the claimant can apply to the court to extend the life of the claim form. How do you serve a claim within the jurisdiction? The general rule is that a statement of claim and claim form must be served personally on each defendant by either handing it to or leaving it with the person served. However, suppose a claimant has difficulty affecting personal service, i.e., where a defendant is evading personal service. In that case, a claimant can seek permission to serve the claim via an alternate method specified by the court. The claimant must file evidence which proves that personal service cannot be affected on the defendant for good reason. A claimant may also serve its claim on a defendant as legal practitioner, provided the legal practitioner is authorized to accept the service and has confirmed its authorization in writing. Where the defendant is not a person, the CPR guides how service may be affected by limited companies, firms or partnerships, body corporates, minors and patients. A claim can be served without a statement of claim if, 1. The court gives permission, 2. It is urgent, i.e. an emergency, 3. It contains the information required to be included in a statement of the case, and the claimant certifies that it would be impracticable to obtain permission. How do you serve a claim on a defendant outside the jurisdiction? Claims brought in the BVI can also be brought against people or companies not resident or located within the BVI. It is no longer necessary to obtain permission from the court to serve a claim outside the jurisdiction. Still, it must comply with three criteria, and the claimant must file a certificate. According to Rule 7.2, the three criteria are Service must be affected in compliance with Rule 7.9 or according to Rule 7.17. Rule 7.9 lists the modes of service available to a claimant. These include service per the country's laws where it is to be served, service through foreign governments or personal service by the claimant or agent. Where a party has complied with Rule 7.2 to serve its originating claim, Rule 7.17 states that the court's permission is not required to serve an application, notice or order issued in those proceedings, provided it is served in compliance with the rules. The claim must fall within one of the service out gateways listed in Rule 7.3. The claimant must comply with Rule 7.6 by filing a certificate at the same time as filing the claim. The certificate must state that, i) it has a good cause of action, e. the claim falls within a category listed in Rule 7.3, and e. the person signing the certificate believes that the BVI court is the appropriate forum and does not infringe the law of the foreign state. The relevant service out gateways that a claim must fall into are as follows. For any claim, the claim is made against a local defendant, and there is a real issue which is reasonable for the court to try, and the claimant needs to serve someone who is outside the BVI, who is a necessary and proper party. b. For an injunction ordering the defendant to do or refrain from doing some act within the BVI. c. For a remedy against the defendant a person domiciled or ordinarily resident in the BVI. The claim concerns a breach of contract committed within the BVI or, 2. The contact, i expresses or implies that the bvi court has jurisdiction e was made by or through an agent residing in the bvi e was made in the bvi or three the claim is for a declaration that no contacts exists provided that if it did it complied with i e and e the claim concerns tort and the act of causing the damage committed in the bvi or the damage sustained in the bvi The claim is made to enforce a judgment or arbitral award made by a foreign court or a tribunal and is amendable to be enforced in the BVI. The claim concerns property within the BVI. The claim is made concerning an incorporated company in the BVI. The claim is made for a trust remedy and I. The defendant as constructive trustee and the defendant as alleged liability arises out of acts committed within the jurisdiction or E. The claim concerns the administration of an estate or probate proceedings relating to a person who died domiciled within the jurisdiction or, e. the governing law of the trust instrument is in the BVI. The claim is a restitution claim where the defendant's alleged liability arises out of acts committed within the BVI or out of acts which, wherever committed, were to the detriment of a person domiciled within the BVI. The claim is made pursuant to an enactment that provides the court the power to hear and determine the claim. An application is made for interim relief, and proceedings have commenced or are about to be started in a foreign jurisdiction. The claim is made by a party to proceedings for a cost order against a non-party. What if a defendant evades service or cannot be found? Suppose a defendant cannot be located or evades service and, therefore, cannot be served by one of the ordinary methods of service outlined in Rule 7.9. In that case, the claimant can apply for an order for service by alternative means. Before seeking such an order, the claimant must provide a good reason and show why service cannot be reasonably affected on the defendant by ordinary means. In granting an order for alternative service, The court will then allow service to be affected by any method likely to bring the claim to the defendant's attention. What documents should be served with a claim form? The following documents must be served with the claim form and statement of claim, failing which, service will not be validly affected. A copy of any order required by the CPR. A defense form. An acknowledgement of service form. Prescribed notes for the defendants. An application to pay in installments provided that the claim is a monetary claim. An authorization code, as new matters are likely to be filed electronically on the e-litigation portal. What if urgent interim relief is also needed? A claimant seeking an urgent remedy before commencing proceedings, for example, injunctive relief where asset dissipation may otherwise occur, can obtain such relief by applying even before proceedings have been initiated. In the application, The claimant must satisfy the court that the replacement is being sought concerning anticipated proceedings, which will be commenced in short order. Such an application can also be brought on an ex-party basis to avoid tipping off the respondent. Are there any particular rules on pleadings? When bringing a claim, a claimant must properly establish its case and identify or annex relevant and corroborative documents supporting the claim. The importance of an adequately pleaded case cannot be overstated. A claimant may not rely on any allegation or fact that is not set out in the claim unless the court gives permission or the parties agree. A claimant will, therefore, be required to set out its case, describe the nature of the claim, provide an address for service and specify the remedy, damages and or interest sought. A claimant who seeks interest, aggravated and or exemplary damages must say so in the claim form. To plead interest, the claimant must set the basis for entitlement, rate and period for which interest is claimed. Where the claim is for a specified sum, the claimant must also state the amount of interest and the daily rate at which interest should accrue. A statement of claim must be as short as practicable and include all the facts or allegations it relies on. It must also have a certificate of truth and estimate the property's value where relevant. A statement of claim must be pleaded appropriately and state a cause of actions. In the recent decision of our Alpha Bank v Kipford Ventures Limited v Kipford Ventures Limited, the court opined that the claimant's pleadings were too vague to be actionable. Therefore, a statement of claim must provide the defendants with sufficient details to enable them to respond to the claim appropriately. Failure to do so can result in a claim being struck out. We hope this guide helps you understand how claims work in the BVI. If you have any further questions, please get in contact with Claire Goldstein or Christopher Pease.